Hello and welcome to the 3 for Thursday global podcast from FMI Online. I'm your host Rajul Raman and today's very special 100th episode is on top 3 ways how technology is revolutionizing wealth management in Asia. afternoon everyone i'm happy that you have joined us today and today's podcast is all about technology and wealth management before we dive right straight into the topic let me talk to you about fmi online fmi is headquartered in london and we help students launch career at top investment banks across the globe We have three learning pathways in western banking asset management global markets today i have very special guest Tomia who is the co-founder of Taraki an embedded infrastructure company in the investment space after moving back to india he launched taraki somia worked with deloitte advisory in new york he has worked with financial institution group and advised on multiple merger and acquisition transactions private debt and equity valuations and purchase price allocations however I'm going to give the mic to Soumya to introduce himself. Soumya, very happy to have you on our podcast. Joel, thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for this opportunity. Just to quickly introduce myself to all of your listeners. As you mentioned, been into financial services for over 15 years now. started my career with Tata Capital later with Highland FS Capital working in you know, various yeah, okay. in surround investment banking post that spent four years in the US got my MBA in finance and then was later working for Deloitte Advisory so all my life I've been into financial services when I moved back to India I set up Taraki with a aim of building a wealth tech car solution just to quickly introduce Taraki as well given you mentioned embedded finance company for all your listeners who are wondering what embedded finance for wealth means essentially what we do is we build technology for investment offerings so think of any digital platform who's offering you a wealth product we are the back end solution for it a lot of the use cases for embedded finance has come up of lately when we check out we use a payment gateway that's embedded finance for payments when we use a credit card or a debit card there are companies who actually are issuing cards on behalf of the banks that is embedded finance for cards when you take a loan there are specific systems which the banks and nbfcs use which are built by fintechs that is embedded finance for lending the same way this is embedded finance for wealth essentially what we do is we provide technology for investment offerings now this technology wow. can be used by banks nbfcs fintechs neo banks everyone that sounds really fancy stormia but since talking about the wealth management and that is the keyword over here can you please describe in very simple terms to our listener what wealth management actually means wealth management is nothing but i would say managing your financial health just as you would go to a doctor when you're sick or if you'd go to a doctor for any treatment for your body the same way there is another concept of financial health 
one is your personal health the second is your financial health essentially managing your finances managing your money all of it comes mm. all of it is a broader part of wealth management the key questions which come around wealth management is it could be something as simple as should you buy a car on emi or should you save for the next 15 months and then buy a car with let's say a higher down payment these are questions these are like base level questions it could be if someone's planning a trip to goa in the next 6 months and if they are planning to save let's say 50000 rupees over the next 6 months how to save where to save and where to invest that money so that you get optimal returns so essentially wealth management is nothing but your own personal financial health how you are managing your cash flows the money which you earn basically let's say from your salaries where you spend it and where do you invest the surplus So yeah, you have broad- beautifully described wealth management. Really appreciate that. Can you talk us through where does technology come into play when we talk about wealth management? So this, I would say, it has been an evolution for the last twenty years. When you look at it broadly, or even yeah, for the last two decades, I would say, like exactly if you'd go uh, rewind back to let's say early two thousands, the same financial services products. were available mm. however let's take an example of a base product like a mutual fund a mutual fund a lot of our listeners would be looking at advertisements during or during let's say an ipl match where tendulkar and dhoni would come and say mutual fund sahi hai but the broader so this asset class has been per se there for over 30 years however when you look at technology how it plays a role earlier 20 30 years ago let's say when you were to buy a mutual fund it could the entire process could even take 7 days today when you want to buy a mutual fund it takes less than i would say 70 seconds so that is the role of technology which comes in where technology is nothing but an enabler when it comes for wealth management it gives mm. access to people it enables people to invest much quicker no matter what part of the country you are in you don't need to visit a branch there is no physical interaction now you could be in any part of the world and still manage your wealth so that wow. is the role of technology where essentially this cuts down the processes the reach increases the processes decreases let's say that absolutely so there seems to be a web a connection between technology and wealth management is that right Oh yes, absolutely. There is a connection. It's a very strong connection. In today's world, tech and wealth management are completely correlated to each other. Uh, both of them are kind of kind of helping each other grow. Essentially, when you look at the comparison of the wealth products which are sold physically versus digitally, the digital growth has been immense, especially in the last five years. people are getting access to different types of products so of course i say i would say both go hand in hand and it just simplifies the processes significantly amazing so we have spoken about what wealth management means and what it means to all of us and then we spoke about the role of technology and how technology is connected to wealth management now with that being said let's talk about our topic which is the top 3 ways technology is changing the landscape of wealth management in asia 
so according to you what is the first way technology is helping us do that the first thing is the opportunity to invest across different types of asset classes again i'll take an example 20 years ago if you were to buy a life insurance policy a mutual fund or an a direct stock let's say if you wanted to buy shares of reliance the processes of opening up a demat account or the process of buying a stock that it would take anywhere it would take 3 to 4 days today when you let's say buy a stock it comes to your account in less than one day india is now on a t plus 1 settlement mechanism which is by far the greatest or the fastest in the world so that's a big achievement which india as a country has received and in general when you look at overall pan asia even asian markets have transitioned from let's say t plus 5 t plus 6 when i say t plus 5 t plus 6 t is the your transaction day and let's say if you buy something today it could take 5 to 6 days now everything gets settled in 1 to 2 days so overall made me when i said so of course technology has helped kind of redefine these asset classes and not only for equities there are a lot of other opportunities which have opened up outside of equities there's equities there's mutual funds there's a lot of alternative investments which have been enabled now 10 15 years ago who would have thought that you could kind of do peer to peer lending now peer to peer lending as a concept shroff business which earlier used to be known as that has been there in india for decades and decades or centuries but technology was something which could formalize that business so essentially you have let's say 1 lakh rupees of surplus you could kind of put that 1 lakh rupees via peer to peer company and they would lend it to let's say 100 different borrowers would get 1000 rupees from you and you are kind of giving that money on interest but it is technology who simplified the processes and open up various asset classes so probably 15 20 years ago you could have never thought of investing in a peer to peer asset class Hmm. or the scale at which you could invest today that scale is achievable and of course different types of opportunities also come along with it so may it be any asset hmm. class technology has hmm. played a very strong enabler in the last decade which has given hmm. access to multiple asset classes absolutely thank you for sharing that i hope our listeners are taking strong note on this now with that being said what is your second thought on this I think the second one is definitely and this is like the one which I'm most excited also about because it enables people from tier 2 tier 3 tier 4 cities to participate and or to invest when you look at india in general of course when you look at investment products the penetration of investment products uh in india for tier 1 cities is almost at an all time high but now especially in the last 2 to 3 years we've started seeing a majority participation which is coming from tier 2 tier 3 tier 4 cities essentially what has been done is people who were always parking their money in a fixed deposit or let's say giving it to local shroffs on interest or that entire economy is getting formalized uh, they have started participating in asset classes like equities mutual funds and majority of the inflows or fresh inflows what i'm talking about the new money uh, which comes in into the ecosystem is coming in from tier 2 tier 3 tier 4 and this mm. wouldn't have been possible without technology 
So technology has created first awareness and then it has served as an enabler for people outside of the metro cities or outside of the larger cities to also invest and manage their wealth. Oh, that's beautiful. According to you, what is the third way technology is revolutionizing wealth management in Asia? So, uh, and the third is pretty much linked to the first and the second one. So when you look at the first one, we spoke about how there are various opportunities or how you can invest in different asset classes. Now, in the second point, we realized that there are more and more people who are investing. But the most crucial point in the question comes is how and where to invest. Financial advice is a very important and a critical aspect when it comes to wealth management. And technology plays a very important role in financial advice. Let's take an example. You've been investing for the last, let's say, five years. Now you have a portfolio across different investments, different asset classes. Now you could be in any part in India. However, your financial advisor using, let's say, even a Zoom call or even digital platforms can reset your portfolio, can manage your portfolio. You don't need someone in your neighborhood to kind of come and serve you and give you advice. It can be done from anywhere in the country. Mm. So that is where the third piece comes, where financial advice, advisory algorithms will play a very important role going forward. You will see a lot of all is not all. Sorry. You'll see a lot so of you fintech. Have, you have used the word algorithms. Could you please explain what does it mean? Sure. So as I was saying, there are a lot of companies who use algorithms to give financial advice. Algorithms are nothing but I would say a thought process, a thinking which has been digitalized to provide advice. So essentially, if we are talking to each other, in my head, there is an algorithm running that, okay, if you want to run uh, or in my head, there's a process, thought process, which is there that, okay, if you want to invest for five years, I'm going to probably give you exposure to XYZ equity funds. Now, when I put this in a line of code that, okay, if uh, Rajul comes and asks me or on my app, if he's going to click that I want to invest for five plus years, which asset class should, which asset classes should be displayed. That essentially is nothing much more than an algorithm, which is saying that, okay, if if it's for five years, XYZ asset class, if it is for three years, ABC assets. So algorithm is nothing but a defined thought process or steps to in order to achieve a goal. And in technology terms, when you kind of put it in technology, it's nothing much than it's nothing more than a few couple of steps. Absolutely. So I think we have spoken about the top three ways that technology is actually changing the landscape of wealth management in Asia, and especially in India. Uh, could you help us how Taraki is helping solve all these three ways in India and how students or professionals who are listeners can get in touch with you or get in touch with Taraki to be a part of these revolution? Sure. So when you look at Taraki, we have uh, we have two businesses. Our core, the first part of our business is directly linked towards, I would say, the all the three core parts which I just mentioned earlier, which is providing different asset classes digitally, enabling retail investors, and providing advice. So at Taraki, what we do is we build technology which enables anyone to digitally distribute a financial services product. 
so if you have a student who's planning to be a wealth advisor and who is looking for technology to distribute products he or she can come to us and we can kind of enable them using technology to eh? the same way that's the same thing which we do with a bunch of fintechs banks as well where you might be buying something from an mobile application of some fintech or bank you might be buying a mutual fund but on the back end it is our infrastructure which is running which is processing the transaction reconciling the transaction onboarding the user so we are a hardcore b2b company which provides technology for investments uh, and we even have a platform called elevo it's spelled as e l e v o www.elevo.money so if any of your listeners want to actually digitally transact and get a digital investing experience they can go to elevo.money create their account and invest across 3500 plus mutual funds in india yeah. we are adding a couple of other peer to peer products <coughs> fixed deposit products so they'll get access to a lot of more products of even if they want to start small elevo is the place where they can kind of come in and test the waters Absolutely thank you uh, so much information in the last 10 minutes so thank you listeners we have spoken about how technology is actually changing um, the landscape of wealth management in asia and today's guest was somia shah who was the co who is the co-founder at taraki who is part of this revolution in india Thank you to the people who have listened to our podcast so far and a really big thank you to those of you who have given feedback on some of future 3 4 Thursdays that we could do please keep them coming in drop me a message on linkedin or any other contact you have got and we'd love your support and you can do that by rating reviewing and subscribing to our 3 for Thursday global podcast finally have a look at our free resource at fmi online See you next Thursday. Thank you Rajan.